Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get a soundtrack. Aha! Hit the drop. I pop off when I hear people say I cannot. I get off to the thought of proving everyone wrong. This is the Rich Eisen Show. What was Gruden thinking? If you don't know what to do, you won't play here. Knock on wood if you're with me, okay? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. What was Gruden thinking? Are you kidding me? How do you turn that down? What are you thinking? Earlier on the show, Texas head coach Steve Sarkeesian, Saints defensive end Cameron Jordan. Coming up, actor and former NFL running back Thomas Q. Jones. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show here on this terrestrial radio outfit coast to coast on the Rich Eisen Show Network. Thanks to our friends at Westwood One Cumulus Podcast Network. We say hello to everybody who's listening to us on our podcast. Whenever you're darn well, please listening live on Odyssey and, of course, right here on YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show, our television home, uh, temp home for the moment. Uh, we will start streaming on Roku starting in September. It is free on the Roku channel, which is available on all Roku devices. If you don't have a Roku device, there is your Samsung Smart TV. If you don't have a Samsung Smart TV, there's Amazon Fire TV. If you don't have any of those above, there is the Roku app on your mobile phone. Roku channel is free there on your mobile device. And if you somehow, someway, don't have a mobile device, what's your? who are you? Okay. Flip phone. Okay. Uh, well, you can even get that too <laughs> on the Roku channel.com. You got, you got the internet. Yeah. 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 The hey. Roku channel.com free there. The word, the key word is free on the rich Eisen show. Hour number squad three goals. here. Thank you. Squad goals. Indeed. Good to see you over there. Chris Brockman. Hour hey, number three. Rich. What's happening? Uh, Jason Feller. How are hey, you, sir? Yeah, I'm well. How Good are to you? see you. TJ Jefferson. How are you, sir? I mean, you know, okay. Um, so <laughs> that, that sounded, that sounded like the new Brooklyn Nets slogan for, uh, 2022-2023. Yeah, sure. Why not? That's it. Yeah, sure. Why That's not? it. Bobby Cannavale is going to be right there in Brooklyn where he lives. Right. He's probably got courts. Oh seat. yeah. Well, no, he's a Nick fan. Oh, okay. He's not going, he's, he, I bet you he's still, he's still going across the East river to That's go watch Ike. his basketball. Cause if you show up at the Nets games, you know, I think Dolan's Kevin's will uh, will notice that sort of thing and <laughs> not let you in the side door. The uh, garden suddenly, anymore? yeah, well, yeah. Suddenly, you got to go around the front, <laughs> just like everybody else. And you know, it, it, it's it's kind of crazy what's happening in this mixed up world where people are are drinking beers through uh, hot dogs that they hollow out with a straw. <laughs> but is it possible? Is it possible that the NBA is no longer the league? 
in which you get traded the minute you ask for a trade. But the NFL is. How about that? How about that? Devontae Adams says, I want out. And the Packers oblige him. Tyreek Hill says, I want out. And the Chiefs oblige him. This is a league where it was always, yeah, right. Pull out something called a contract and look at your signature on the bottom line, and we'll see you in training camp, sir. The NFL is sending receivers where they want to go. You want to go to Vegas? Play with your old school friend? Your boy Blue from Fresno? You want to do that? Here you go. Tyreek. Jets or Dolphins? Yeah, we understand. (laughs) You're going to Miami. And in the NBA, Kevin Durant's like, I'd like out, please. And they're like, "Uh, no. They take 54 days to say it. From June 30th all the way to yesterday and confirmed it today they met in los angeles the they being the coach and general manager steve nash and sean marks who durant apparently said needed to go for him to stay and the owner joe Tsai and his wife were there as well the owner who said i'm sticking with my coach and general manager after the news popped out that durant had told the team the terms in which he would return required them to get a new coach and general manager. And they've agreed to move forward with our partnership. They call it a partnership. They're not like he's going to play basketball for us. And sure enough, his logo of his production company is at the bottom. What do you think? Well, We're going to see the Seth Curry show on the boardroom? What we're going to see? (laughs) TJ Warren and Royce O'Neal. Yeah, eight crazy nights with Royce (laughs) O'Neal behind the scenes. Right? Steve Nash doesn't have a spot in the boardroom, let's be honest. Uh, Steve Nash is probably... I don't know, and that's the thing. Every single day, we're going to be watching the Nets basketball game, saying, what's the body language? What's happening? Does Durant like it? Does Kyrie like it? Is Ben Simmons in their text chain? Oh, here we go. Honestly, it's kind of crazy, isn't it? Because Durant was told no. They told Durant no. And they held on to him. Like Beauty and the Beast, right? They put him in the they put him in the library till he came around. Right. And the rose is blooming. All right, so title right, odds. He's of, the beauty. The Nets are the beast. <laughs> title odds have shifted. Like I said yesterday, you could get him at anywhere from sixteen to eighteen to one. They're now seven to one. There you go. How are those people with the eighteen to one tickets feeling right Gosh, now? I wish I was one of them. You would never have done that at eighteen to one, anyway. You know it. I'm not a big futures guy, but yeah. Celt- well, you're about the here and now, are you? Celtics are still the Pre-season, favorite. That's the here and now. Preseason football. That's the here and now that you game. That's you, what's, you in, fr- that's what's in front of me. That's what's in front of me. Got it. Celtics five to one. Warriors six to one. Bucks thirteen to two. Nets and Clippers seven to one. All right, man. How you feel about that, TJ? Sixers Nets fourteen and, to one. How about that? How about the Nets and the Clippers now having the same? Odds to win it all. Well, I mean, Kawhi's which is more? Well, hold on a minute. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Which is more of the proverbial crapshoot? Nets or Clippers? Oh, baby, Clippers. Don't you think? Because yes, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> health always a factor, right? right? I mean, I've, who I've, knows with Kawhi, yeah, right? I've gone over many times yeah. the Clipper curse and gave you yeah. full-on instances where things have just 
randomly going wrong. Because you so. don't, because you don't know. Like Kawhi's not sending out those videos of him grinding. In, oh, but see, you're not fo- you're not following the right. Okay, so Kawhi's your... looking jacked right now. Okay, where am I, where where have we seen Kawhi? You, you got to go. On I'm cl- not looking. You got to look on Clippers Twitter, Clippers Instagram. Okay. He looks good. Oh yeah, man. He's had an apple a day. He's looking. He's ready. I'll tell you what. Sneaky good odds here. Good value. Lakers eighteen to one. Just on a total dice roll. Because that's the next. That's the next shoe to drop. Right. What happens with Russ? I think so. Nothing happens with Russ. Okay. But they thought they, they, it seemed like their trade partner was Brooklyn, and now that they're bringing everybody back, so who takes them? Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial here on the uh, on the program. Um, speaking of spending your money where it should be spent, who wants to buy the Angels? Anybody you want to pull together some money? I got five on it. You buy the uh, the Los Angeles Angels. I still owe TJ twenty, so I don't know if I'm out. I'm um, Artie Moreno. Artie Moreno, the owner of the Angels, uh, has said he put out an announcement. He's initiated a formal process to evaluate strategic alternatives, including a possible sale of the team. That's the that's the lead item in the paragraph. In other words, he's thinking of selling. That's a lot of words to just be like, "Hey, I'm thinking about." Who wants Trout Notani? Who wants to buy Trout Notani? Well, I mean, a I nice think... spot right down the world from right down the lane from Disneyland, right around Knott's Berry Farm. You can, you know, what what anybody they anybody cl- want to close the Hooters next door? Anybody sadly. anybody want to anyone want a rally okay. monkey? Anybody want one of them? You need guarantees that Otani and Trout aren't going to ask for a trade before you make this purchase. Why would they ask for a Trout? Why would Trout ask for a trade? Because they don't ever win. Guess what? He's not getting one. He's staying put. You're going to get Trout and Otani. I don't know about You're going to get Trout and Otani. I don't know. You're, let's, you're getting Trout and Otani. What if Trout says, I want to go home and play for my, my hometown team? Good, good. You've got a contract here with the new partnership. I think. Oh, the, or you actually, what you do oh, is what? you meet in Los Angeles and you create a partnership <laughs> and work for the Nets. <laughs> I don't believe Otani is going to be there two years from now. Well, then I guess that's part of the process. You better sell them fast. Here's what Artie, look, man, I know he's a very successful man, Artie Moreno, but he made a mistake already in helping um, explore the possible sale of the team. He's hired something called Galatioto Sports Partners. (laughs) Right. We're we're sitting 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 in your own back. Our show used to be on your radio station, Artie. Uh, We had billboards in Angel Stadium. We did for, for many years. For a while. So... We're, I mean, we're sitting right here, RES Consulting. We could do this for you. And we're there cheap, too. We're here. Inexpensive. Inexpensive is the word. Inexpensive. We're inexpensive. Please. <laughs> inexpensive. Got it. Well, sometimes you got to use the language of the people, guys. All Come right. <laughs> we are the ones who can help you find the right partners. We are the ones with the ideas. We are the ones who look at people. People helping people. And help them. According to Forbes, uh, Angels, ninth highest Major League Baseball team, $2.2 billion valuation in March. First order of business I would do if I bought the Angels would call them the California Angels right away. Yeah, nobody, that- nobody up here in Los Angeles considers Anaheim and the great people of Orange County Los Angelinos. Not... At all. And I don't, I don't know what that means. 
I have no idea if it was a business deal that somebody said, if you call yourself Los Angeles, I'm in. Los Angeles Angels. It's just, it, it's it, too long. They've it's, got so many different names. It's insanely far away. You know, and as the crow flies, it might be close. There ain't no crow Not flying when you're, when you're on the 405. Or down, down the five. All right. That ain't happening. And, and then I'd put, him, I'd put him in the old Brian Downing, Don Baylor oh, Angels uniforms. Yeah, Absolutely. Those, right back. Right back. With the halo. Right away. Angels on the chest. Yes. Yes. I like the old school CA hat. Correct. Yeah. Like where Gene Autry, bring, bring back the whole Gene Autry aspect of it. Bring it all back. That's what I would do. Uh, the problem is I don't know if that helps you win games. Well, might fill up the stadium. I don't know, but clearly I'm wondering Angels fans are like, get out, man. 38 miles. I know you paid some money for Trout, and I know you paid money for Otani, and I know you paid money for uh, Rendon, but just enough's enough. We're done. We need new ownership. They have a seance. Get rid of everything else. <laughs> the sage? Bring the sage? I don't know. Kind of yeah, smudge, smudge the stadium. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't know if I should be saying this stuff before I step in there with my family on Monday night. I like going down there. It's a nice ballpark. It's, not, it's, it's a very, very nice pretty, ballpark. Great they like the sessions. Rocks. Cooper's already talked the about that cool. he can't wait for the uh, fireworks uh, until I told him, you know, that means the Angels have homered. We don't want to see those. <laughs> they're playing the Yankees um, or the Sox when you're Please. Well, I don't know if Susie's take. I mean, I don't no, know. The it's, Sox it's, have already been here. They're playing the Yankees. Okay. I, as, yeah. as you know, I have uh, I had one preemptory in my household in choosing the jury you gave her football well i mean if i if brady's a michigan man she's a patriot fan brady's winning championships for me to say you must root for the jets child services would have knocked on the door (laughs) to take my children away from us facts okay right and as you know the dolan wormhole removed the knicks from the equation and i actually enjoyed watching the celtics this year words i never thought would come out of my mouth they're a fun team okay but the Red Sox, no sir. No bueno. We're going down to see the Yankees and Aaron Judge, everybody, who hit home run number 47. Getting home run in nine games. That had been. You know who's... He fell uh, off the pace a little And bit. let's just bring this all full circle here. Albert Pujols is a freaking revelation. Yeah. And he's already said he's not playing again. So he's got to get the 700. Well, the way he's been hitting the last two weeks. Tonight, he'll have a seven-home run game. He's 693 right now, I believe. He got got a 693 last night. I believe it was his 30th career home run in Wrigley. Wow. He's been killing lefties. I believe he's now got 40. I think he's set a record or tied a record for the number of different pitchers he's homered off against. He's unbelievable. Yeah. And he's playing first. He's not just sitting there in the dugout. Yeah, not DH. He made an incredible dig out of a ball that Tommy Edmond threw from short right, right center field last night. He's playing like like he, he's hit the fountain of youth. And it was well, all you, in support. Youth of, and him are in the same state. It's all right. It's <laughs> in, in all in support of uh, the new Cy Young Award winner Jordan Montgomery, <laughs> who the Yankees dumped on the Cardinals, and all he's done is win four games in a one hit shutout last last night in, in Chicago. Who's going to be the Yahoo in five years to not vote Pujols into the Hall of Fame? <laughs> There's going to be one. <laughs> yeah, at least. <laughs> but I hope he stuck, sticks around one more year. Well, if he gets, if he 700, gets 700, there's no reason. Well, he could pass the babe next year. I would play one more year to pass the babe. He's Why not? playing, I mean, and the, he, he's a revelation. 
Cooper and I picked him up in fantasy. You did? Yes. Have you been playing him the last two weeks? No, we just picked him up last oh, night. Oh, okay. And I'm like, you know, the horse might be out of the barn, yeah. Coop, but he's like, let's do it. Yeah. So, amazing. 14 home runs this year. He's been terrific, and he's going to play in the playoffs. Crazy. Behind game one, four, and seven starter Jordan Montgomery. Good God. <laughs> Yankees traded for a center fielder who's not playing because he's hurt. At least Ben Attendee's beginning to rake. But at any rate, the Yankees are the team that has a fan who's drinking a beer through a hot dog straw. I mean, what the hell, man? Last bit, bit of baseball news. Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to talk to the media this afternoon. Oh, he will. So we'll see what he has to say about everything that's going on with him. Okay. Uh, and if he says anything over the next 40 minutes, we'll turn that around, as they say in the business. If not, we'll play it tomorrow. But let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to see Thomas Q. Jones here in the Rich Eisen Show studio. Let's Won't that it. be fun? Love it. Love chatting with him. That's next on The Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs and the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side, helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature, quiets your snores or your partner's. Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, one of the stars of Johnson, which can be seen on Sunday nights, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern on Bounce, Season 2, also Encores, the next day streaming on Brown Sugar, one of the lead actors and co-executive producers, but the only one part of the operation with 10,000 career rushing yards in the National Football League is Thomas Q. Jones. Good to see you, sir. Thank you for having me. But how are you enjoying it? Oh, man. I must be loving this. It's it's incredible. It's been an incredible transition. I know I've been here a few times before. Yes. Uh, especially when I first started uh, taking this very seriously, acting in Hollywood, I think it was 2014. Mm -hmm. And from that time until I think the second time I was here was when I was actually cast for Luke Cage, mm -hmm. and I had my own film, A Violent Man, that was out. And so 
Now, you know, I have my own TV series out uh, that I'm executive producer on. I'm one of the showrunners as well as one of the lead actors. Um, I've just really grown a lot as an actor. I've grown a lot as a producer. Um, a lot more experienced. I've been fortunate enough to work in some really great environments around some incredible actors and, and also on some pretty, pretty uh, influential projects. And, um, and now I'm in the space where I want to create my own content. And um, Johnson's the first, uh, first show out the box. And it's season two also, Thomas Q. Jones. Well done. Yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's not easy. Uh, getting, no. getting one on the air, period, and then getting a second season as well. That is not simple to yeah, do. Yeah, it's, it's tough because uh, no matter how good your mm-hmm. uh, content is in your mind, you know, it still has to be, be good and quality to the viewers because it's still a numbers game, just like the NFL. It's still a numbers game. So uh, viewership uh, in season one was incredible. We broke a lot of records at Bounce TV. That's the, the network that the show airs mm-hmm. on in season one. And, um, and like I said, season two has been even better. The responses, the feedback uh, has been incredible. The numbers are continue, continually going up every week. So it's been an incredible journey uh, as a showrunner. Um, I like the fact that I'm in a position of, of uh, not necessarily control, but I'm able to be behind the scenes and, um, and, and use a lot of the, uh, the qualities and characteristics that I use as an NFL player now as a leader, you know, in show business. So it was a seamless transition for me, and being a showrunner and, and executive producer of my own show was like a dream. So since you're bringing up football and entertainment uh, and making TV shows together, I'm going to put you on the spot with this question, okay. Thomas Q. Jones. Okay. Who can you tell is lying to you the most, a football coach or a television executive? Oh, <laughs> that's actually a pretty easy question okay oh uh television executive <laughs> <laughs> no we love the idea let us think about it we're gonna circle back right and then they circle back with their own version of your show uh and uh well, just, you know, no, great idea we love it um yeah, but let's yeah. just you know I, I just want to talk to everyone we'll circle back yeah. the circling back you hear a lot of yeah, circle back yeah. right? you sometimes circling back <laughs> is with your show idea just with other people <laughs> So, yeah, uh, I would definitely say a television really? executive. More yeah. than a football coach. Yeah, huh? I mean, a football coach can't lie to you because if he's not keeping it 100% honest yes. with you, he's going to potentially lose his job, too, if you continue to mess up. Yes. So his job is on the line just like yours is. Your production determines uh, his livelihood. So, uh, and conversely, lying to you is what helps keep a television executive in their job. Yes, yeah, I mean, right? it, yeah, it, it works. It's, it's Potentially, it's polar, polar I mean, opposites. it's just like I couldn't be truthful because if we did that, then I'd be out of a job. Right, polar opposite. Because sometimes <laughs> it, if it's someone of influence, you can't tell them that their show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to lie to them to keep your job that's right you know so yeah. oh my gosh all right we'll change the subject because i don't want you to get in trouble next time you walk in to pitch a uh, an idea <laughs> i saw what you said um thomas q jones here uh, on the rich eisen show do you know where you are on the all-time rushing list right now are you aware of that um i think i'm 26 or 27 you are you're 26 okay do you know who's right in front of you and who's right behind you on that list, I think uh, I think Tiki Barber is right behind me. That is correct by about um, by about a hundred fifty yards. Okay, and this other individual is in front of you by sixteen yards. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, guessing where he is on the all time list. Let's see. Um, I guessing. know that I know Ricky Waters and 
He's two in uh, front of you. Oh, okay. oh, by the way, I just saw him at Bryant Young's uh, Hall of Fame Hall party. Hall of Fame. Okay. Yeah, I just saw yeah. that. Yeah. Incredible back. Yeah. I was a big fan of his. Even Notre Dame. He's when he played Notre Dame. Big, too. Like, yeah. I mean, when I saw him, I forgot just how. Yeah, I saw like, on Twitter he has, like, his own training uh, company or something like that. I don't okay. know. I saw, yeah, I saw something on Twitter. It might, if it's not Ricky, it might be Jamal. It is Lewis. Jamal Lewis. Yeah. J. Lou. Yeah. It, it is exactly that. Yeah. yeah, ten thousand rushing yards is no joke. As a matter of fact, um, only thirty-one people have played football in the NFL with that many yards. That's it. Wow! And you're one of them, man. You know it's so crazy. Um, I retired ten years ago. Ten years, huh? Ten. Two thousand twelve okay. was my last game. Right. And because I'm just so engulfed in the business and in creating my own content yes. and acting and, and everything that comes with that. Um, I'm really removed, far removed from the NFL. I, I only remember those names was because the last time I checked was, was probably a few years ago. Those were the guys that were one Tiki was one uh, spot behind me, Jamal right. and Ricky were a couple spots ahead of me. So that's the, the only thing, uh, the only way I remember is from a few years ago. Well, but It hasn't um, changed very much. As a yeah, matter of see. fact, we were just looking. There's not a single, with Adrian Peterson not expected to play this year, there is not a single active player in the top 50 all-time rushing yards list. Not a single one. I can't, yeah, yeah, Mark Ingram is 54 and Zeke is 58. I can't imagine. Like, I, I got to look up that with the NFL Network research to find out the last time an NFL season kicked off without a single active player in the top 50 on the rushing list, all-time rushing list. I, that's probably been a minute since that's yeah, happened. I, I don't you know? know. Like like I said, I, I, when I retired, I was trying to figure out how do I, um, you know, figure out what to do with my time. Right. Because, you know, my entire career was not necessarily chasing a, a rushing record, but you're consistently padding your stats. And, and, you know, I'm thinking of 1,000-yard seasons. That's my goal every new year. That's right. my resolution is another 1,000-yard season. And so you don't even really think about the yards or the, the, the stats until f- when you're further removed from the game. And then you realize, like, why 10,000 yards is so significant because it's not just the yards. It's, it's what you have to do to get that many yards. It's playing hurt. It's playing – well, when you're losing, you know, I mean, I, I think I had maybe three seasons where we one season we were four and 12. Another season we were five and 11 and I still had over a thousand yards, you know. So mentally, how do you come back after five game losing mm. stretch and still be motivated to run for over 100 yards? Obviously, your paycheck, but no, I know the knowing field. that there's a business decision for you to make in that hole. If right, if if the hole is open. For right. You, right. You it, just, it just comes down to will. Uh, and desire and passion for the game, and um, and that's why I respect anyone, obviously, that make that plays in the NFL. But as a running back, um, you know that that milestone, ten thousand yards, says a lot more than just the actual yardage. It says a lot about you as as a player and as a person. And it also means uh, Thomas Q. Jones here on the Rich Eisen Show uh, longevity as yes. well. And and it seems now that in the NFL, getting that, I guess second contract as a running back is a significant achievement. The third is pretty much uh, a rarity. Getting that third contract paid the way that you should be paid because the concept that your best years are now behind you and the NFL doesn't really pay you for past performance unless you're somebody particularly quarterbacky. 
Right. You know, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. So, right. Quarterback. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta take that into the equation too, because there's all these young kids coming out of college, and the college offenses are are you know now married to the professional offenses and vice versa. Right. Yeah. It seems like that's that's what's happening. It's, right. It's hard. It's hard for running back to get even one contract now. Um, How many did you, you know, get? How many did you get? Uh, my initial contract with the Cardinals. And I signed a deal. Were they the Phoenix the, Cardinals when you got them uh, too? They were Arizona. They were the, okay. They were, still, they were in Phoenix, but okay. Arizona. Got it. In 2000. Uh, and then the Ch- Chicago Bears, I signed in my second deal. And then I was traded to the Jets and I signed my third deal. Damn. And then I was released by the Jets and then I signed a two-year deal with the Chiefs. So during that time, a running back get four deals potentially. And that was... That's how you get 10,000 yards if yeah, you're good. Yeah. But but I think what, what helped me was early on in Arizona... I didn't have as many carries, so there wasn't as, as much wear and tear on my body. So by the time I ended up in Chicago, I think it was year five, uh, I was just kind of uh, coming into my own and, and starting to get, you know, 250, 300 carries a year. Um, and then also the way I took care of my body. So by the time I ended up in New York, I think I was 29. Um, obviously, I was supposed to be done, but I continued to, to get better. I think in 2000. Seven, I had 1,100 yards. 2008, I had 1,300. And it was a start in the Pro Bowl. 2009, I had 1,400. Um, and it was kind of this weird thing. There were like a couple of articles about how is he, his number, his number is going up mm-hmm. with his age versus going backwards. Um, and I felt like, honestly, um, I could have had more. You know, I think if I would have stayed in New York that last year uh, with, the, with the offensive line that we had and the chemistry we had with, with, uh, with our offense, I think I might have been able to pull off another 14, 15. Who, who is it? Uh, Thomas Q. Jones here on the Rich Eisen Show. Who was in the Pro Bowl when you were there? Because this, this is in Hawaii, obviously. Yeah. Or was that the old Ihalani Hotel as well? Like yes. Back in the day? Yeah, yeah. Where, when it, where everybody stayed in the same hotel and the yes. practice field was right next door and, and then the yeah. beach was right yeah. behind that. And yes. You didn't have to move. Didn't have to inch. move. Didn't have to move. And then the next oh, year it was in Orlando. So I was happy that I was able to play there one of the last years because yes. just the nostalgia of being in Hawaii, the Pro Bowl. Uh, that year, I think uh, Chris Johnson. Uh, I don't think Chris played. I think he had an ankle injury. Marshawn Lynch, I think, was the alternate. Mm-hmm. So it was it was uh, me, Marshawn, Leon Washington. From the Jets? Yeah, me and Leon both were in the Pro Bowl the same year. No kidding. Um, I can't remember who the other back, uh, back was. So but, who, how, much, how how big was your family that you had to bring? Oh, I ended up, I ended up having a, a party in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I ended up flying about 50 people. Damn. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing about the yeah. Pro Bowl back in the day is that, you know, for the first three so Ronnie quarters. Brown. Ronnie Brown was the Ronnie other Brown was the other one, too. Yeah. So back in the day, you know, so the first three quarters, there wasn't a lot of action. No. Then the fourth quarter, everybody Turns does up. the everyone does the math about how much of a difference it is to win and yeah. lose this game and how much money you've spent on bringing your family oh, and yeah, your friends yeah. out there, and you start yeah. doing the math. It's just like, I better win. <laughs> we have to win so we can get the, the, the bigger even. check. Right. Yeah, yeah. The difference no. between breaking even or yeah, not. I, I remember um, that. I had a big party over there. I had uh, Angie Martinez. That's when I had my music label as well. I had a music label while I was in the NFL, and so right. I was really good friends with with a lot of different DJ, DJ Clue, Angie Martinez. She hosted the event. Um, all the guys that were in the Pro Bowl came. It was, a, I mean, a lot of fun, and that was that was just a time that I wanted all my family and friends and people there. So it was worth it. But, you know, the first three quarters, like you said, in the Pro Bowl, there was a, at one point I was talking to my family on the sidelines. Yeah, right. And the fourth quarter, all of a sudden the energy just shifted and it went into oh, yeah. playoff mode oh, because yeah. guys are like competing like the last like eight minutes of the fourth quarter. Uh, we, I think we lost. Peyton was, uh, yeah, Peyton Manning was a quarterback. Um, I don't know. It's so it's like 
how many Pro Bowls did you uh, make? Was that the only that, one? Yeah, that, was, yeah, the that one? was the only one. You didn't um, give out your room number to anybody, did you? No. Because you know what happens there, right? The, back in the day? They put their, they put the veterans, <laughs> put, put their drinks and their your food room. on your room. Uh, oh, yeah. That's how, I, I believe Sean Merriman once got like a $20,000 tab. <laughs> no, no like that, that wasn't going to happen to me. Especially <laughs> that put time. it on their room. Yeah, yeah. When, when the year Romo made it, Sean Payton was busting his stones in the and broke broke the huddle of an NFC practice with Romo's room number. <laughs> that actually happened. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can definitely see that happening. I mean, it, that essentially happened to me my rookie year. You know, I was the seventh overall pick, so I had yes. you know, in in a little ways, some ways. I mean, I had to buy breakfast and all that stuff. So I mean, I had a tab um, for the entire season, breakfast tab. So. I know what that felt like. A breakfast tab. Yeah, it was a breakfast tab. Were they putting morning. were they putting filet mignons on it anyway? Just a little steak and eggs? <laughs> well, Did sometimes. Like and then Thursday okay. night, uh, running back dinners. So I had a tab pretty much halfway. Uh, half, every every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. <laughs> Any day that ends in Y, pretty yes. much. So yes. It sounds like yes. Thomas Q. Jones here on the Rich Eisen Show going Jay, back. Jay Cutler, the other AFC quarterback. Was that who, Jay Cutler was a quarterback? Peyton Manning. Yeah, Jay was, Jay was a quarterback uh, that season uh, as well. I remember because I, I think I sat next to Jay on the, on the bus going to practice one day. And um, it was one of the most awkward bus rides. I mean, we're just sitting there like next to each other and I didn't say anything. It was like... <laughs> And I expected for some reason, I don't know, you know, I, I thought that we would might have a conversation quarterback running back, but mm-hmm. you know, I think I may have said hello or something. He just He said nothing he was, to you? Maybe he was own focused on the practice or something. I don't know. Oh, but but that's how I, that's how I remember Jay Cutler was on the team. Oh, and Brett Favre made it. Yeah, Brett was Brett made it. He didn't play though. Okay. That was uh that was the uh Brett Jet season. Yeah. He still how do you make the Pro Bowl that season? And Rich, looking at Thomas's stats at, with yeah. your Jets in oh, three tell me seasons, no, thirty eight hundred yards rushing, twenty eight touchdowns. Serious. Thirteen and fourteen touchdowns in back to back seasons. You were one of my favorite Jets. Man, crazy. That, that was a, that was an incredible time for my career because I finally felt like I was in a place where um, not only was was I not necessarily wanted because I, I definitely felt wanted in Chicago, but um, you know I felt like a veteran and I was allowed to like lead without any yeah um, you know uh, repercussions or they gave you the ball anything after they it. gave yeah, you the ball they're yeah, like okay you, know? you are going to be the engine yeah and it engine. wasn't like I had to you know constantly feel like there was someone yeah behind me. Um, you know, and, and obviously that's a part of the NFL is the, you know, it's, it's competition and, and that's great. You know, it makes you better, but I think there I felt like at ease, like, okay, it's, it's, this is my show, hmm. you know? Um, and I think that's why I was able to perform at such a high level and get all the way to the pro bowl. So you can have no conversation with Jay Cutler on the way to the, uh, the I think Jay was focused that day. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a good idea. That's it. That's a good excuse. That's good. Thomas Q. Jones here on the Rich Eisen show. So we had DK Metcalf on this program just, what was it last week, two weeks ago? Uh, last week. Last week. Um, he said he's taking acting lessons on off days. That's great. This is what he's doing during his playing time. That's great. What advice would you have? for uh, DK Metcalf um, as somebody who's made a successful leap from the sport to entertainment? What you I would say um, take it serious. Um, it's, not, it's not an easy transition for uh, an athlete that's, that's a standout athlete. Um, you know, there are, there are a lot of athletes that have transitioned and, and, and made it in Hollywood and entertainment. 
But if you have a bigger name, a bigger brand, mm -hmm. it's a little harder because people sometimes only see you as that. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of guys that are actors that no one knew that they even played football until they mention it. But me, they know I played. So they're assuming I'm not taking this serious or they're assuming that um, I'm making a cameo appearance. So that was, those were some of the struggles I went through in the beginning were, were just making sure that people know, know I'm serious. And that's why I added my middle initial to my stage name uh, to kind of reinvent myself. Thomas Jones, the football player, Thomas Q. Jones, the actor. Mm -hmm. um, and it worked because a lot of times when I would, I would uh, be on a show, people wouldn't know that I was Thomas Jones, the former football player. They thought Thomas Q. Jones was a, was a new actor. So by the time they realized it, One they were like, the well, difference a, like a huge difference. Because after they saw me perform, yeah. they were like, wow, he's a good actor. That guy's a pretty good actor. And then they were like, you know that's Thomas Jones from the Jets. What? It's too late. You already, you've seen me act. You already believe that I know what I'm doing. You're taking me serious. Versus, oh, that's Thomas Jones. You know, he's making a cameo. Um, and now, you know, I'm a respected actor. I've worked on a lot of projects with some great actors. Mm -hmm. um, the last project that, I, well, just the season finale was, I think it was it was last week was uh p valley showing stars mm -hmm. really really incredible show um and i like like that role because i i'm able to have this really southern accent i have gold teeth and um playing this kind of like menacing street guy but you know he's got good intentions so it allows me to show my range because you know I, i'm a fan of actors you know, i'm a fan of like real acting i was in acting classes for four years straight two different actor studios uh six hours a week um, so the advice I would have for, for, for DK is to actually take it serious, get in classes, um, and understand you want to earn the respect of the actors. That's what I had to do. And also when I moved, I said, how am I going to psychologically make myself care about acting? Because at any moment I could just go home. I don't need this to pay my bills. It's not like I'm, you know, this is my, was my dream. So when I moved to LA, I didn't bring my car. Um, I rented a studio apartment. Because in my mind, I'm like, how do I think like an aspiring, hungry actor? I have to become that if I'm going to achieve mm -hmm. or not, not achieve what they're trying to achieve, but hustle like they do. Um, so I didn't move into Beverly Hills. I moved into a little small apartment in Hollywood. I didn't bring my car, so I had to walk everywhere. I had to, I had to reinvent the struggle as well. And it paid off because people started to respect me. They would see me walking in Hollywood, and they're like, that's Thomas Jones, but he's actually walking to where I'm walking. Like, mm -hmm. Um, but they didn't know it was really Thomas Q. Jones was walking well, the street. Well, some people didn't even know that I played football. Because well, that's, that's great. That's your goal, right? Yes, because they saw me with them. Yeah. They didn't expect me to be hustling and grinding with them. Yeah. And, and I earned their respect. And, and so that's why I think I've been able to make so much progress in, in eight years as, a, as an actor and now producer. Mm -hmm. Because, um, you know, I've always been a humble person, but my humility allowed people to respect me and see me like them and not see them as Thomas Jones, a 10,000 yard rusher played in the NFL 12 years, that whole thing. And that helped me a lot, you know? So DK, yeah, I would definitely, definitely take it serious, get in classes. Well, you know. he definitely sounds serious, but yeah. if he's going to take your route, he's going to have to really work hard at recreating the struggle. Cause you just signed a $70 million contract. So there's yeah. that, but he yeah. did sound real serious about it. Didn't he guys? I mean, like he I really, so, like yeah, he I really so. sounded like he, he takes, time to do it and he really wants to do it he had like a little cameo in a in a in a, a movie playing yeah. uh, i believe a softball coach right and uh in a netflix film that's recently out and um 
I asked him what he wanted to do, like if he could wave a wand. He said, "Being a uh, a buddy comedy with Kevin Hart <laughs> is what he well, said." I mean, well, I mean, the the thing about coming from the NFL, um, and I actually played with with uh, DK's father, Terrence Metcalf, in, in Chicago. That, man. So I played with his his, uh, his father years ago. Great, great guy. You don't remember great seeing movie. DK around, did you? No, okay. I don't remember then. That okay. was 2004, 2005, Okay, sure. Um, but no, I mean, in regards to like just me being able to like get people to take me seriously, you know, it, it, really, it really was a challenge because when people see DK Metcalf or they see Thomas Jones, they automatically think you can only do one thing. Um, and no matter what you do, they're going to see you as that, especially if you typecast. Um, and so my team, my management, we, we focus on certain roles that give me an opportunity to play um, specific characters, things that aren't what you would expect all the time. Mm-hmm. You, know, um, you know, Johnson is great because I'm playing a father that's going through um, a custody battle with his son uh, and some marital issues with his wife. Um, Johnson, by the way, is a show about four men living in Atlanta. Uh, we're all best friends. We've been best friends since we've been children, but we just so happen to have the same last name, Johnson. Hmm. And it's told from the black male POV. And it's literally showing um, black men in a more positive, uh, influential light as opposed to kind of how we're usually shown in the media, which is, you know, most of the, most of the time negative. And all cultures have their positive and negative stereotypes. But a lot of times, you know, black men are, are shown more in a negative light. So the creator of the show, Deji LeRae, my producing partner, and I, we wanted to produce a show that showed the everyday, honest, ambitious black man that's emotionally intelligent, that's chasing his dreams, that's just dealing with life's conflicts like everyone else. Uh, Cedric the Entertainer is an executive producer on the show as well, and Eric Rohn, their partners with their company, Burden of Bear Entertainment, and my company, Midnight Train Productions, and Deji's company, we, we partnered mm-hmm. with, with Bounce TV. So, yeah, that's what that show is about. But that character... It gave me a chance to be an everyday dad and not Thomas Jones, the football player, but the conversations are what everyday dads go through. The conversations are what uh, a man going through a custody battle or going through marital woes with his wife, that's what they talk about. So naturally you'll see me in that role and you don't see me as Thomas Jones, you see me as a father that's fighting for his marriage and fighting for his, his son. So the more grounded you can be and the more specific you can be as an actor coming from the NFL like me or DK, um, it, it helps your cause in regards to people respecting you as an actor. Well, we'll pass this along to DK Metcalf. That's for darn sure. Wish him all the best, man. Yep. And also, real quick, I would say this. Um, mm-hmm. Acting, it started off as um, something to do because I, I was really struggling to figure out what I was going to do next. Uh, and it, then it became therapy. Um, my, my, my acting coach, Franz Turner, is one of the most influential people in my life. He... He showed me how to take all of the trauma and all of the things in, in my life and to compartmentalize those emotions and and put them into the characters. And that became therapeutic because in football, you can't show vulnerability. You can't show weakness. That's how you get beat. And you're constantly taught, don't get beat, don't get beat, don't be weak, don't be vulnerable, don't show vulnerability. And then that becomes a part of who you, who you are. And that takes a little bit of the humanity away from you, um, which is just not, that's not realistic on a day-to-day basis. The NFL is a very small percentage of people and that environment is very unique. But in the world, everyone has feelings. They have emotions, regardless of whether you're a man, woman, whoever you are. But I was always bottling those things up. And because friends allowed me 
through his technique and Ivana Chubbuck's technique to, to, to put those emotions in my characters, I was able to find therapy in each different character that I played based off of the emotions that, that, that uh, the character called for in the scene. So, uh, yeah, it became therapeutic for me. So I would say any football player, if you retire, even if you don't want to become like a Hollywood actor, it would be good to maybe take some improv classes, some acting classes, just to help you kind of come back to humanity hmm. from, from playing in the NFL. Fascinating, man. And then for you to, again, be so successful in the NFL – uh, where you just described having to bottle your feelings and now you're entering a profession where you need to utilize them and unbot and uncork them on demand pretty much right. for your benefit in a profession where you're typecast because of how successful you were in the previous one, which is so short that you're required to find out something else to do. Right. That you're successful at it is amazing, man. Right. And right. I, I send my congratulations as always to you, Thank you. on everything. Thank Thanks for coming on here, man. Thanks for having me. Thomas Q. Jones, his show, Johnson, that he acts in and uh, is the co-executive producer for Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern on Bounce TV, Encores, the next day streaming on Brown Sugar. You're welcome here anytime, sir. Thank you. Bro. Great to see you. Thomas Q. Jones and <laughs> Thomas Jones together right here on The Rich Eisen Show. We're back with more in a moment. Look at that. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. 
Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Back here on the Terrestrial Radio Network, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Great chat right there with Thomas Q. Jones. Callaway invented Chrome Soft to be the best tour ball, period, folks. It didn't just have to make better. Uh, it, it hasn't just made the better players even better. It's made everyone better. It's made the best better. It's people like me better. I feel more confident standing over my Chrome Soft golf ball with the triple track technology. I just know if I hit it, I'm going to hit it far. And it was fun. I was playing the other day, uh, and I, you know, I said, you know, I'll make mention of this. Uh, uh, playing companion, uh, loses the ball. Says, I said, just flip another one. And I flipped him a chrome soft, the triple track. He goes, oh, I like these balls. I'm like, yeah. okay, great. You can keep it. That's what I said. We have a lot. Well, we a that's lot. not why I did it. Oh. That's because I'm a good guy. Oh. Even if it was my last such oh. chrome soft, I would have given it because I'm that type of person. How is that? Wait a minute. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Because chrome soft, hold on a minute, doesn't just make me a better player. It makes me a better person, Chris. Oh. So as That's long as- how it works. Hold on. No, no, hold on. Let me finish this. <laughs> like trying to get in a, a They're elevator. the highest quality, most consistent, fastest golf balls possible. There's a type of chrome soft that is out there for your game. When you add it all up, it's so simple. Chrome soft is better for the best. And better for everyone. Find out which Chrome Soft is right for you at CallawayGolf.com slash Chrome Soft. Now you may have added. <laughs> I was just like a bigger person, but you still close the elevator on any one of us. So. Um, not any one of oh, any one of you? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I do it against the, females, for, for, you, you la- for, for ladies and the elderly. Yes, yes. But if there's any guy coming up to the... To the three the, of us, we're getting... You know, if you're coming up... and Well, hold on a minute. And I'm going up to floor 10. Mm-hmm. And it's a 14-floor building, so I do the odds. Odds are you're going to make me wait to get off on your floor. I'll do the Larry David, like, oh, I'm trying so hard to hit the door open. Oh, I missed. Well, we need you to carry a Chrome Soft everywhere you go, then. Just I mean, dude, what am I, I going to shoot people straight here? I mean, How was that guy's hit after you flipped him the new ball? Striped it? Uh, yeah, it yeah. was definitely um, operator error. Yeah, It was the craftsman. It was the craftsman. Not the tool. You know what I mean? Nice. Fun show. I love Thomas Q. Jones, man. He's great. Let's go to Royce in Vermont. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. we got a couple minutes for Royce. What's up, sir? Hey, Rich. Good to hear you again, man. Just want to tell you that when I call in, I'm going to do two things. One, I'm going to plug St. Jude. Two, I'm going to give you a Mount Rushmore of something. Okay. So first, Thank you for what you do for St. Jude. It's amazing. Appreciate that. People, please give. Thank you, sir. It's amazing that these families get to focus on their children without having to worry about their bills Mm -hmm. or anything. St. Jude's taking care of You said it perfectly, Royce. I hope there's more. You said it perfectly. my Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I have about about 45 seconds for your Mount Rushmore, so I, I think about 12 seconds per face. What do you got? All right. I'll give you my Mount Rushmore. Here's the logos. Number one, the Converse logo. Go back to the 50s and 60s. All you see these guys wearing are Chuck Taylors. Okay. And now they're amazing. Number two, the Jerry... Uh, the Jerry West uh, logo? The NBA, lo- yep. NBA logo. Yep. That should be changed. It's time to change it to Kobe. Number two, the Rich Eisen logo. Iconic. Thank you. It represents everything <laughs> that you do. Thank you. The, the comedy, the uh, speed, the giving. Don't forget the speed. Everything you do. And number one, of course, the Michael Jordan logo. 
Here's my comment. Oh, the Arizona Cardinals will win the Super Bowl because the last two teams in their home stadium have done That's so. That's a TJ thing. I'm sorry I got to go, Royce, because we're at the end of it. How about that? Thanks, so Converse, the Jordan Jumpman, Kobe is the new NBA logo on the Rich Eisen Show running man. I would agree with all of those. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take it. I don't hate that list. Okay. That'll wrap it up on this terrestrial radio network here for a busy, fun Tuesday. See you Wednesday. See, We're still pro- here only, on YouTube. The problem with the Cardinals is they don't have a new quarterback. So yeah, that was the it's one home thing. Home stadium that... with a new quarterback. Ah, yeah, that's where Chris kind of was ah, in agreements with me, right. and then we figured that I, part out. So, I, what if? Yes. What if yes. a team with a new quarterback from the AFC plays the Cardinals in the Super Bowl? Because then you kind of got both things working. So maybe, Denver, uh, maybe Indy. Who else has a new quarterback in the AFC? Um, Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, because we're not counting last year. We're right, not counting yeah. last year. <laughs> That's a rookie. Yeah, Is that wrong? Counts, but Is that I'm sure that? he probably feels the same way. <laughs> Jacksonville's got a brand new quarterback, man. Well, the Jets are going to have Joe Flacco. Browns. Or Mike White, you know. Browns. Browns. Yeah. There you go. Let's see who else? Steelers. 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 There you okay. Go. So those are your AFC teams. Oh boy! To play the Cardinals in the Super Bowl. Look at that face. Look at that smile. <laughs> uh, so let's let's finish up this show with a little bit of housekeeping. Our final poll results. Chris Brockman, I think you put up uh, a couple of polls today, right? One about the straw drinking dude, and then one about the Nets. I did. Correct? So uh, straw straw drinking dude, oh, uh, the hot dog straw drinking. The guy dude. at the Yankees game last night drinking a beer through a hot dog. Good luck to Jay Felly and Smitch tonight for the recreation. Madman, eighty-two percent genius, eighteen uh, percent. Oh, yeah. Kevin Durant, so you strike a blow for the eighteen percent tonight, bro- yes, brother. Brother, good luck. Now that Durant's back, <laughs> how far does Brooklyn go next year? Uh, lose in the NBA Finals, so to make it but not win, two percent. Win the title, seven percent. Lose in the Eastern Conference Finals, nineteen percent. Lose in the first or second round, seventy-two percent. Okay. Oh, and one last uh, item uh, up for bids, just to review. Um, RES Consulting, we're here for Artie Moreno, uh, yes. who's uh, uh, mulling a sale of the Angels. And, um, and I think he needs our help. As I said earlier, there's a lot of Angels fans that will probably be like, don't let the door hit you on the you-know-what on the way out, Artie, even though he spent a lot of money. Um, not a lot of wins and uh, apparently some alienation. Uh-oh. Here's one Angel fan happy to see it. They see him go. His name is Rod Carew. Oh, he retweeted the <laughs> Angels press release about Moreno thinking of selling the team. Well, this is happy news. I have renewed hope that my relationship with the at Angels organization can be fully restored. <laughs> what? Who is more of a sweet <laughs> wow. human being on planet Earth? Who is more of a gentle, sweet human being on planet Earth than Rod Carew? If you've pissed off Rod Carew, right. you've really done something. I don't even know what the story is, and I'm on Rod Carew's side. I don't even know what, what's going right. on. If you've alienated Rod Carew, you've really done some work. Really? Are you Googling like what the history might be here? I was looking about how old he is. He's 76. Meaning what? Like how, how long the grudge is? Uh, I mean, yeah, Moreno's I mean, been it's... around 20 years, so maybe that's how long it is. So you sell the team, and I tell you, like the, bring back the Autry uniforms and the Autry way of doing business. And I know that didn't lead to a lot of success. Um, but you, 
you bring back Rod Carew, right? Let him throw out the first pitch. I'm Everybody's wearing the old Brian Downing uniforms, right? <laughs> the Don Baylor uniforms. Let's go. 